is up? What is up? It's the one and only Chelsea Taylor in the building. Yes, I know it has been a pretty, a very long time. No, I'm kidding. It's not been a long time. I just recorded last week. But welcome back to your Sunday morning podcast. <laughs> I'm starting to make this a little special. I think I might actually do that where every Sunday I make a podcast just kind of talking to you guys about stuff. Happy Easter to y'all who celebrate it. You know, it's just weird to me. <laughs> Growing up, I celebrated Easter, okay? I'm going to give y'all a little short story real quick. <laughs> y'all know I don't do much of an introduction anyway, so. I just came back from uh, the dollar store by my house, which I just call the little store. So I just came back from the little store by my house, and I was flipping through the radio because I didn't grab my phone. So I wasn't, I didn't grab my phone and I'm not paying for uh, Sirius. They can, they'll screw themselves. What the hell I look like? I already paying for Spotify, all these other services. So <laughs> that being said, I put it on and as I'm driving home, I'm like, okay, let me just flip through the station. First of all, in Central Florida, all the stations now are Spanish. I don't, I don't speak Spanish and I got no beef with that. I mean, you play music based on the population that's there. So it's whatever. But then I get to, I guess, some some Christian channel or some evangelical. And I'm assume that it's an evangelical uh, whatever going on. But the preacher man is up. Preacher man, reverend, whatever his name was. I didn't catch his name because I came in the middle of the topic. It was about, obviously, today, Easter. This man, this man, <laughs> he's telling the story of Jonah and the whale. Uh, which he was having a conversation with another, I guess, another uh, pastor who goes by doctor, forgot his name. And uh, at the end of, I guess, the conversation or the sermon that they were having or, or giving, uh, a woman came up and, and to the doctor guy and said, you know, that he did that she didn't like that they were um, reading about Jonah in the well because there were no women in that story. And the response from the doctor to the woman was, you know. <laughs> We're, we don't know about any women in the story. No, he goes, we're not sure about the whale, though, because the story of Jonah and the whale. And I sat there, my mouth hung open, and I thought to myself, wow, I can't tell if Christianity is really lit or just really fucking boring. Not to mention, it's just very toxic. And it was odd because you hear the... What you call them? God damn, I forget what the, what the Christian people call. I was born a Southern Baptist, so y'all gonna have to... I was not born a Southern Baptist. I was raised Southern Baptist. I am not a Baptist. I am definitely a spiritualist who dabbles in the occasional, I guess what Christianity would call occult, even though I have no occult styles in my practice or faith. I'm a spiritualist to the T. Oh, Obi-Woman. Okay? <laughs> so, I just hear the, 
But they're not constituents. What you call congregation, Lord? <laughs> I forgot it was congregation. Um, the congregation make a chuckle, make a laugh. In the background, they 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 laugh after he he gave that off colored ass joke, and I wanted to be offended. I did. I wanted to be offended because you have this this doctor and this preacher, and I, I guess he goes by doctor, but I guess he's also a preacher too, a reverend or something, who's giving this Bible story, and telling one of his congregation members. Who's a woman who was upset that he was reading a story in the Bible about Jonah, which had no, no story about women in it. And her reason for being upset was was basically put off to a joke. Now, I waited for some sort of resolution of what he had said. But it just it just continued on about how, you know, um, they just said it. What they weren't sure about the whale, though. I'm not sure about. It, it was so off colored. It was so off colored, and I thought to myself, why would any woman choose to be a member of that congregation? One. Two. How is this allowed? And then I considered, what this country is. And then I, it brought me to a conversation I had last night with my little sister at dinner. And this is gonna sound terrible, but I want y'all to really understand what I'm about to say. Okay? Really understand what I'm about to say. When I was having dinner with my sister, we discussed, how, how, do, I, how do I put it? We. We were having dinner, we sat down, and my sister, she, she's so cute, she's so little, she just had my nephew. She's like, I don't know if I really consider myself a liberal. And I was like, what you mean? She's like, so I'm really for the family. And I said, well, being a liberal ain't got nothing to do with being for the family. That's politicking. Don't let these these words being thrown, thrown around in the world fool you, okay? That's politicking, which... They want people want you to believe that politics and your moral or personal belief have to intertwine, and they do not. Okay, there is a, a separation of church and state, and there needs to be. Okay, so then we got on the topic of uh, she has her and I both who live in City Florida, we got gay friends, they gay as hell, gay and all outside. And I've had this conversation with my boss before, too, because his daughter identifies as trans, and she's um, a trans male. And the thing is, she just turned 16, so I said, give it time, only because right now, it's the flavor of the month, okay? It is the flavor of the month. So let me break it down. Remember how I said you have to take time out of your life to know what it is that you are. Because most people don't know who the fuck they are, their ideas, their thoughts. They don't understand them because they're being bombarded with other people's ideas, perspectives, and point of views. Well, the same thing 
can be said about children. Children, and this is, I guess, where my sister gets, she says she's a little conservative about certain things only because she sees how it's affecting children. Um, and she just, obviously, she just has an infant child. <laughs> it's only like three months, two months and two weeks, as she says. Um, but, and I see this in my boss's kid, and I see this in my nephew, my older nephew. They're being bombarded with everybody's ideas and thoughts. And whoever has the, the, the biggest microphone is the one who they aspire to be. Now, <laughs> my sister says she's a little more conservative about things because she sees that kids are just emulating everything. And for that, I understand. Which brought me to the topic of the trans identity in our youth today. I I considered not saying this, but then I thought, hell, it, it, it dawned on me till I got to this point. There's become this new trend that I'm seeing. I have we have more trans people in the world, and that's okay. We have them on the forefront, and that's okay. And I'm totally for trans rights. But then I had an argument with a trans lady about how she called me cisgendered, and that pissed me the fuck off because you do not get to dictate, trans or otherwise, you do not get to dictate what prefix, if none, albeit absent, from me. You do not get to choose if I have one. Just like I don't get to choose what you want to identify as, you do not get to tell people what the fuck they want to identify as. I'm a woman. End it there. So when you're putting this prefix before your gender, you're telling people that you are in the midst of becoming this. Okay? You're not there yet, but you're, you're, you're getting there. Bitmoji, go away. And so, so I says to her, to my sister, I'm like, it's becoming to a point where we're going to have a world that's only trans, right? Because it's a liberal world. But what's going to end up happening is we're going to put all the trans women. And this is, <laughs> I don't believe this, but I thought it, man, sometimes I have conversations and people think I'd be high as shit. But I thought to myself, if every single guy decided I'm going to become transgender because, and not because they actually feel that way. Because we're getting to the point where a lot of people are doing it just because it's the flavor of the month. You see what I'm saying? So they get to a point where it's like, if every dude out there who doesn't actually feel that way decides they want to be trans because they want to be... Because they want the attention, at some point, at some point, our entire world will still only be ran by men. And I know what somebody's thinking. They're not. That's not true. Once you're trans, no, no, honey. When you're transitioning, you haven't been fully there yet or here yet. You in the middle. You're intersexed. You're just not there yet. But if we want to look at things at the simplest of levels, if you were born with the man part, you a dude, that's what you look like, that's what you talk like, that's what you walk like beforehand, and then you decided to transition onto becoming what appears in appearance to be a female, 
if you want to have that argument with somebody who doesn't support trans people at all, say they're more of a conservative woman, they're going to say, well, (laughs) the world is still run by men because even women of power will now just be trans women. See what I'm saying? But it also brings me to this. Who the fuck cares? I'm not, I'm under the the expectation that this planet will kill itself before we even see anything follow through fruition. And even if the world is ran by dudes who look like dudes and uh, transgender women who on a very small scale you can classify as say they were still male but now they appear to be female you're gonna have people say well the world is still ran by men but then there's this the argument of well if it looks like a duck it quacks like a duck it walks like a duck then it's a duck but that's not that's not the same thing because there are simp- there are things that trans women will never have to go through that women go through and everybody knows that that's a fact then we're all right with it it's cool but it was the conversation that brought on that thought is i'm very much liberal in in a lot of sense but i'm also very conservative when it comes to women and and not i don't give a shit what we wear because you can walk around with a motherfucking burka on if a dude going to attack you and rape you it's going to happen it happens in muslim countries all the time so that argument that what you wear has anything to do with how you're going to be you know perceived is ridiculous but the understanding is women we're still being reduced to something and by me having that argument with that transgender woman and her using a prefix before my gender pissed me off was to say that it you do not have the right to dictate those sorts of things. And so now, like I said, I'm under the understanding that now I don't I do not believe <laughs> that the world gonna be ran by just men solely. First of fucking all. Dudes be on some other shit that women just not on. Women can be quite ruthless, okay? Because behind every great man is an even bigger threat, and that would be a woman. So that, that you know, like Kim Moon-jong, his sister, probably much scarier than him. Even Hitler, his wife, Eva Braun, probably much scarier than him because we all know any woman hell even a woman gay man trans woman trans man anyone who has dealt with the opposite sex especially when it comes to men know that men can be quite manipulated but anyone who's say a lesbian know that women can be quite domineering and there's a whole category for women, dominatrix. And dominatrix is for women, particularly. That's a dominatrix. But when you're talking about a man, it's you have a submissive and you have a dominant. But even in that category, you can have a submissive and a dominant, and that dominant be the female and the submissive be the male. 
So this idea that power comes from men also brings on another conversation. So, yeah, I was really all over the place with all of this because it just, my thoughts snowball into additional thoughts. I, at times, like to think to myself, like, okay, I am an extremely liberal person. When it comes to my body, my rights, mind your own fucking business, that's what I feel. But like I said, a lot of the children that I talk to now, especially the ones who are very much sponges, and by the way, people say children are sponges. People are sponges. From gestation till you die. You are constantly absorbing new information, okay? You are changing as a person based on your experiences, your reactions to things, and, you know, (laughs) just being, just preparing yourself for that, knowing that you have the right to change will change how you do things. Because let me tell y'all this, Facebook, Facebook loves to tell you what you did 10 years ago. Let me tell you, your girl was... Yeah, honestly, some of the stuff I posted when I was like 17, 18, I look at it and I'm like, who the fuck is this bitch? Like, who the fuck are you? Like, you are not me. And I think to myself, I, I know I didn't think that way, but I know I posted some shit just because... And I would see that. I would see that I would be posting some shit just because. So I do believe in giving a lot of people the benefit of the doubt. As y'all, most people know me, I do not support cancel culture. Cancel culture is toxic because it doesn't teach a lesson. It's, let's forget it ever happened. Let's remove this person from from everything they did so we don't have to experience their toxic whatever the fuck they did. That teaches nothing. Like, imagine if they did that with the Holocaust. We already have people who deny the Holocaust. So by canceling things in general, you're just putting a Band-Aid on a problem instead of actually recognize that there is a problem. You're denouncing everything that has occurred based on that person's ignorance. So even my conversation with my sister regarding the trans identity, or like I call it, I would like to say that the, the trans dilemma, which kind of means at some point when will the world always be ran by men if we end up just being trans women because it's I don't see as many trans men as I do trans women so for me it's like huh okay that's that's a that's a problem (laughs) I mean I know they I know that trans men exist it's just they still do <laughs> think I want I want you guys to understand this. You were a woman in your previous life, and now you identify as a man, as a man. Your microphone is still muted. Your microphone is still off. And for that, that is a problem that apparently only I recognize. Even in movies, TVs, pop culture, it's all about the transgender woman. And so I I feel so much sympathy for the trans man 
not only just for who you are today, but who you were before. Because that stigma that you were a woman before follows you. And you're still not given the same opportunities because of your previous life. I see that. Yet it seems like nobody else sees that. So, that's the trans dilemma. At least as I see it. So, forget all of that. I see a lot of kids... This is why I say disconnect from social media, at least for a year. Because growing up, we had a way of social expression through social media, through MySpace. You were able to do some creative coding and, you know, get creative and have seen hair if you wanted to. or Do the shit that you wanted to do. You know, your creativity wasn't being suppressed. Whereas now, if it does not fit within the box or the realm of what is socially acceptable for social media, then it doesn't have a place on social media. And so you find a lot of kids feeling like they have to adhere to this standard or they have to do this or they have to do that, which greatly suppresses kids who actually feel that way in life about things. So if I think if we took the time to tell your kid, hey, look, I love you, but no, (laughs) a whole year off every single year, you need to be off of social media. And those are the kids that you'll find other kids will say, oh, you're weird. Oh, you're you're quirky or whatever the fuck word they want to use, because that kid just ain't falling for that shit. And I do know some children that don't have social media. They're just like. Nah, I don't. I remember I was at a um, career fair promoting this Starbucks coffee. <laughs> I haven't had coffee in forever, so hopefully I don't get sick. Um, I was at a career fair, and I was talking to to the the high schoolers regarding, you know, like their job. This career fair was through my my employer, and I'm showing them their options outside of college. You know, because college isn't the end-all be-all and not all of them are going to be able to go to college, yet alone afford to go to college right away. Although if they worked with me, they would be able to go to college. That's the principle I was pushing to them. Um, so I'm having this conversation and one of the kids is like, but I don't, I don't have Facebook. Okay, I was like, well, I don't expect anyone in this room to have Facebook. <laughs> and all the other kids were like, yeah, that's true. None of us use Facebook. And I'm like, see, smart kids. At least if you have it, you sure should don't use it because you use it to log in the other shit. So they're like, yeah, I don't really have Facebook. And then the other was, oh, my God, I love Instagram. I love Snapchat, blah, blah, blah. And then this one kid is like, yeah, I don't, I don't have any of those things. And at the time, he came off a little creepy. He did. He really did. He came off just a little bit creepy. And I thought to myself, this boy weirdo, he gonna be one of them shoot up in school kind of kids. And I know I'm not supposed to say shit like that about kids, but that's how I felt at that moment. Okay. And that was like two years ago, three, three years ago, two years ago, something like that. And so when he, he walks away, you know, he's got his little nerdy group of friends. He's just like, whatever. 
but he was so sure of himself and he was okay with saying out loud, no, I don't have these things. And he was able to formulate his own thoughts, his own opinions. And he was not falling into the herd or into the sheep. He dressed the way he wanted to. He spoke eloquently. And there was this, there was this confidence about his, his solitude. And now that I, uh, now this time has passed, I can see that there was a confidence about his solitude. But nowadays, that that solitude that he has would be misconstrued as him being antisocial. And they would villainize this kid for not wanting to be on social media. And I just, I, I can't for the life of me see why. But I think about it and I'm like, not for nothing. Let me address the elephant in the room. Trans children get beat, spit, kicked, crapped on all the time, even in school, at home. There's really no safe place for them to go, except online. Online, you can be celebrated. You won't be ridiculed. You'll stand out. You have shows like, and I really, I really, I really love these shows too. Okay, you have shows like Euphoria. And it it shows, you know, the unicorn that you can be. Everybody wants to be different. Not realizing that everybody is exactly the fucking same. It's just the message is a little bit told a different way. And so now, like I said, now, when I think back to that kid, I see him as he, as he should have been seen now. But because of my own ignorance with his lack of social media and his lack of desire to be on a social platform, it was that's what breeds the toxic masculinity that we all deal with. It's teaching people that it's okay to be different, but don't be so different that you're not online. Because if you're not online, you're not keeping up. And if you're not keeping up, then you're falling behind. If you're falling behind, then you're failing. And that's just not true. So I'm a big proponent to taking your kids off social media for a year. Let them formulate their ideas, their thoughts based on actual experiences and not stories, not digitalized stories and digitalized footprints of things. They need to learn what's tangible. And I think for a lot of people, they've got caught up in (sighs) these non-tangible things, the superficial, the surface level. Because until you're able to take a moment to hear your own thoughts, how the fuck are you going to be able to know who you are? And that's especially important for children. So, it was a weird-ass day. It was a weird-ass morning, you guys. (laughs) All right. It's been a long morning. (laughs) I had to sit my phone back down. Oh. Got my coffee. I opened it. I haven't sipped it yet. Lord have mercy. I don't know. And I, I guess in closing, I'll say this. I'm a social commentary. 
That's why I have a podcast. I socially commentate on social issues and shit like that and just shit that goes on in my life. Understand that nothing that one singular person says or does generally has a bearing on your existence. It's the collective that does. It's the collective that leads the narrative. I would never tell somebody what they can and cannot do with they, you know what, unless they're pedophile, then they can catch these motherfucking hands and I'll hang them from one of them trees in my backyard. Okay, but I digress. On a positive note, I would like to say, if you feel like you have no idea where you're going, you just kind of, your compass is all jacked up, that's okay. If you feel like you're floundering or you're failing, that's okay. If you feel like you're doing the absolute best, that's okay. But, you know, at the end of the day, feel something and make sure that it is the way you feel. Not the way that society tells you you should feel. I see a lot of I see a lot of conservative people post shit like, oh, they're suppressing us. We're we're not able to say what we want to because of the liberal agenda. That's a lie. But I also see liberals say the same thing. Also a lie. Whether you're far right or far left, irrelevant. What matters is that whatever you believe in doesn't suppress other people's ability to live a happy life and doesn't cause any harm to anyone else. What I mean by harm is the right for pro-choice. If you are infringing on somebody's bodily rights, I don't support you. I'm a woman, I have ovaries, I'm capable of procreating, I do not wish to procreate, so I won't <laughs> and I shouldn't be forced to. So understand that as long as you are a good person fighting the good life, equal rights for everybody, then we can kick it and we cool. But the minute that you push your agenda towards me, and I don't give a fuck what agenda it is, the minute you try to stuff down my throat whatever it is that you want me to believe, we can have a fucking problem, okay? Because nobody has the right to force their beliefs down other people. I don't care if you are an anti-vaccinator, that's your problem. I mean, you want to be stupid, that's your problem. You know? I just want you to understand that I believe the world is not filled with rainbows and fucking unicorns. I am a feminist but not to the degree where you think I am going to be anti-man. I'm not. I fucks with dudes heavy. That's why I work in the industries that I do. Okay? They cool when they want to be. Women, they cool when they want to be. Okay? So just be a good person. Whether you're celebrating Easter, Passover, whatever, Ramadan, Lots of religious people got shit going on today, and I, I shouldn't be cussing up a storm, but 
It ain't my faith. Do you? Yeah. So just do you. <laughs> That's all I got time for today. I hope you have a great Sunday. Get that money if you're working. And live a good life. Laters. <laughs>